The Creator Life is sponsored by the company Cebu. It's a co-working space that fosters creativity and collaboration all while getting things done. Check them out in their two locations, Mandawe and Cebu IT Park. You can also take advantage of their other spaces in Japan, Singapore, Bangkok, and Hawaii if you become a member. For more info, check them out at thecompany.ph and follow them on Facebook and Instagram at The Company Cebu. Get 50% off a day pass or a flexi pass when you jot down this code CREATORLIFE50. That's CREATORLIFE5050 to get 50% discount on a day pass or flexi pass from The Company Cebu. Thank you so much to The Company Cebu for sponsoring the podcast. Before we begin the episode, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast. I know it's been hard and we're all at home or we're even making an effort just to get to work, but we'll get through this, guys. I just know we can. So, again, thank you for listening to the episode and enjoy! Fun fact, it's my first time here. Really? Yeah. Oh, good then. You picked this place. Yeah. I was gonna tell you, and it's a stream, ta, at Because uh, okay. they just opened and yeah. designed the place. Oh. But it can get really, like, hip-hoppy after Mangood. And I don't know what I'm gonna finish. Okay, it's hip-hop-y. a coffee shop in the... And a bar. In the day, yeah, and a yeah. bar. And yeah, true enough. And I went in, like, blasting na sila. So my room, Nope. <laughs> yeah. N- not there. Yeah, <laughs> But I already researched that, like... Hindi man siguro po hindi sa stream kaya maragubot mo sa dito dito. Yeah, but I, it, it's worth trying though their coffee. It's by Fujinoya Raman Puni. Oh, it's them. Yeah, it's Yay. It, it was there actually. Now I can see it there. So it's Central and Fujinoya yeah. collaborating, which is kind of cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yay, can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, so let's start in 3, 2, 1, go. Welcome to The Creator Life, a podcast that makes sense of how different creators live. I'm Julian CB, that's S-I-B-I, and I'm really grateful that you're listening to the show. If you haven't already, subscribe on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you're listening to podcasts. You can leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts that really helps the show a lot. It's already recording number two, but I still feel nervous, kind of rusty with the whole shebang, and kind of in a hurry too since I'm heading back to Japan next week. So, uh, really doing this. I'm actually going to another recording later after this. <laughs> so, it's really a thing. So, not to keep you waiting, my guest for this episode it's Catherine Don C. She's the principal architect of Atelier de Aurora and she also has her blog. I don't want to say the name, I'll let her say it herself. <laughs> so, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, Jewel. It's nice to finally have this um, conversation with you. Yeah, so, you know, it, one of the things I do on this podcast is get an excuse to talk to people. Because <laughs> normally I don't really get to talk to a lot of people and. Yeah, it's great. Mm, it's your alter ego. Mm-hmm. 
alter ego at the same time. It's just like a part of me. Anyway, <laughs> so not 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 a plug, but we're here at Drip and Draft in Streetscape. They have yeah. really good cold brew. Not a plug. <laughs> yeah, not a plug. Not sponsored. Although if they want to sponsor, it's fine. <laughs> she I hope heard they're you. Yeah, they're probably listening. Anyway, so yeah, to start, you summarize what you do in sixty seconds. Wait, oh my gosh! Uh, wait, wait, wait! I'm gonna find a timer. Really? Yeah, the timer. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. Don't worry. No, no, no pressure. Is it gonna buzz? No, it's a, it's a stopwatch, not a timer. So it's fine. Okay. Okay, go. So um, I do spaces and structures. Basically, I'm an architect. Um, I help brands bring out their identity through creating um, F&B spaces, retail, um, fashion spaces, services. And on the side, I do microblogging. Microblogging because I resort to social media nowadays instead of actually writing. Yeah, because, you know. And um, I also do my clothing line on the side, blind clothing, where we create spaces. I mean, sorry, not spaces, dresses and um, clothes for women. Um, we design them ourselves and we make them ourselves. Everything is homegrown. So, yeah, it's multidisciplinary design for me. That's what I'm all about. See? I did that, it. It wasn't that hard. <laughs> I did it. Others would do it in like 30 seconds. So, yeah, I'm not that. <laughs> This, this podcast isn't about pressuring anyone <laughs> to do anything. I make sure that the podcast is as chill. I just realized, like, people tell me, oh, your style is different from others because others, they tend to be more, tend to get deep and serious. This is just chill. That's good. I like yeah, chill. Yeah, everyone wants <laughs> chill. It's just like a post work chill out. Yeah. It works. Yeah, and coffee <laughs> on the side. Yeah. Mm. Cold brew. <laughs> Cold, I might get another one after this. <laughs> They're probably listening to me right now. So, yeah, which, an, a question, which came first, the blog, the clothing line, or your pursuing the architect stuff? Um, actually, that's a very interesting question. Um, the, the blog and the clothing line sort of came hand in hand because mm-hmm. you know how in architecture school we have like an internship period. So after we do like a five-year course, we have to take like a two-year internship mm-hmm. uh, at a firm and get mentored. So like, you know, I couldn't really sit still. So um, I do my internship on the weekdays and on weekends, I would um, do the clothing line. So it was just an idea between me and my sister one night because I just graduated from college and she just graduated from high school. And we were like, we love clothes so much. Why don't we just make our own clothes? Yeah. Right, and yeah, we've loved it since we were little, and um, we've always had issues with um, finding the clothes that fit our size, because we're really more on the petite side, and Mm -hmm. um, at that time, there weren't really high street brands here yet, so Forever 21 wasn't here yet, Zara, and and not plugging, but they all weren't, they weren't here at all, so we'd we'd buy our clothes in Mandela, and we're there, and then... Yeah, and then there there weren't a lot of concept stores and like local brands yet. So yeah, we decided to make our own. And um, alongside that, I would since I'd always style for our photo shoots, um, I worked with photographers. So some of these photographers would get me to style their own shoots as well. So be it personal shoots, brand shoots, their designer friends who would um, want to shoot their catalogs and their editorials, and they'd get me to style. So I just really wanted an outlet to showcase um, my styling. So that's when I created the blog. So it was more of like a creative outlet. I just really wanted to explain how I did this, how I conceptualized that. And after I did that, I was side by side. Sometimes my sister and I would do shoots out of like just 
we call them um, homemade shoots. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, we, we did that and I wanted to, to showcase that in my blog as well. And after that, I started getting a network. I think that's what happens when you blog. Like when, yeah. when you get out there, you find the people who have the same interests as you. Yep. So I started getting invites from... Um, um, uh, invites from people to events and mm-hmm. I, got, I got invited to this um, groups with fashion bloggers who they were like-minded people mm-hmm. as well they love fashion as much as I did and they did a lot of OOTD so like I'm like what the heck I'm gonna do that too so Might I started up later. yeah I started doing um, fashion I started writing about my own my own personal style mm-hmm. so yeah that's hand in hand and then after the internship when I took the boards two years after that um, I started practicing architecture and more or less, the, uh, the other two got a little bit sacrificed. So I started focusing on um, my practice because it's it's like a full-time job, really. And it's uh, especially when I was building it from scratch. I mean, we don't really have architects in the family. So mm-hmm. I kind of had to focus on that. But um, we just relaunched the clothing line uh, in 2019. And as for blogging, I do them on the side. I still attend events and I do um, collaborations and sponsorships. Mm-hmm. But that's not really my focus at the moment. Yeah totally fine <laughs> right to each his yeah, own to each their own and yeah you know when you're focusing on a architecture firm the brand it's like that has to be like front and center somehow. yeah that's true like you, you focus on other people's brands and yeah. sometimes you mm-hmm. kind of forget your own but I guess that's the real essence of service and yeah you can't give half of your heart to your clients like yes. you need to give them the, the whole thing yeah do everything <laughs> you do 100% get half-hearted guys yeah it's not worth have hard thing you're That's just true. you're just doing a di- you're just doing a disservice to the rest of what you're doing so you yeah. have to pick and choose yeah and but i think like all startup business owners would agree with me yeah. like when you're starting a business like it's it's really hard i mean you're the janitor you're the accountant you're the hr you're you're the, you're the boss you're the employee you're, you're the draftsman the, you're the designer you're you're everything all in one so on the base of bills and everything yeah yeah that really requires a lot of time and but so far um it's been stabilizing i am blessed with um really talented and really dedicated um team members designers mm. partners and associates and right now it's i think we're like we're really gaining momentum and helping helping brands bring out their identity we We've worked on things like, um, you know, our especially the Cebu, the Cebu bread ones. Like, mm, um, yeah. for example, there's some Gibbs Hot Wings or let's say Beaster Cafe oh. or Juiceria and um, Trademark, the old Trademark and trademark. <laughs> and all the other local brands that you know. Like Cebu is a very, I don't know if you'd agree with me, but mm. Cebu is a very nice um it's a fertile ground for yeah. startuppers, right? Basically, I mean, everyone's trying to do their own thing here now. Yeah, and it's such a it's welcome in this yeah. place. That's what I love about Cebu, and that's why we have to exist here. And you know, Manila yeah. friends would wonder like, how are you able to establish a firm in Cebu? And I'm like, it's different because I don't think I would have done it if I was in Manila because yeah. there people love too many established. Yeah, and really big companies with like 30-something people. Mm-hmm. And here, it's supported and it's um, applauded and welcomed. Yeah. So that's what's great about it. And I think it speaks to your... I don't know if you noticed this, but it speaks to an advantage when you started as blogging so you network with people. It kind of helps to get that skill 
it's true it's true i mean my dad always told me <coughs> that mark like marketing would play a big role in in your practice mm. or like being able to communicate openly is a great factor and back in school like i didn't really believe that i thought it was always the technical skills mm. that matter but then i realized that yeah he's right i mean both have to come hand in hand because you need to be able to communicate your your message to your clients to your to the laborers you mm-hmm. know the pandai who's like yeah. making your wall the <laughs> pintor who's painting it all up and yeah. also to interested clients in the future you have to communicate that brand before you know architecture firms are like law firms they, they they're very serious very yeah, stiff yeah, very yeah, formal yeah, yeah, but yeah. The brand that we're introducing is something young, something hip, and approachable. We like collaborating. Like that's what we're all about, and we're multidisciplinary. So if there's anyone in the team who likes other things like sneakers or whatnot, like video games or K-pop yeah. or calligraphy, we support that and we bring out that quirk. And because yeah, it's it's all about the whole creative shazam. Yeah, it's getting that holistic. Exactly. Uh, thing going on because yeah. you know, before we only used to think simple things and just do this or just do that. But now it's like everyone has to have like I don't know, has to know some at least something or at least someone <laughs> who knows that something. Yeah. Just funny about Cebu. It's like the more the more you interact with people around in Cebu, the more your world gets smaller and smaller and smaller. That's true. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows us. everybody. Yeah. And then like. I know someone who knows someone who knows someone who actually knows you, and I say, like, "What <laughs> yeah. is this? What is exactly, this?" Exactly, exactly. It's such a. <coughs> I love the whole small town vibe mm-hmm. that we have, but at the same time, we're not backward. Yeah, we're like we're a city, even though some people out there tend to <laughs> believe the otherwise. Excuse you mm-hmm. if you're listening to this. <laughs> Just kidding. Probably not the same. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, so it was like, they call it creative city, right? Yeah, and it's not Recently. creative city for nothing. No, yeah, because yeah, I think they got that UNESCO. I forgot the name. It's so basically they got that last year. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the thing yeah, we have to do now is to keep going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Push forward. So, <laughs> hmm. San Carlos Gaga architect or what? I'm yeah. Just wondering. Yeah. San Carlos, yeah, USC architecture. I'm wondering how I'm I'm kinda wondering how many years ago, but let's just take oh that conversation gosh. off air. Let's <laughs> just take it off it. air. Okay. I know someone. Yeah, I mean I was in um in the building, let's just say before it was called Safad. <laughs> I, that was that was my time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so people from Kafa slash Safad, you'd probably know what year that was. Yeah. <laughs> Kafa, Kafa still sounds better. Here. You were from Kafa too? Oh. <laughs> no. You know, when when you in TC, it's like you. there are times where you just get to explore the school. Yes. Actually, there's no class. So, uh-huh. you know, you get to go to Kafa. I will always call it Kafa because at the time, exactly. it's still called Kafa. I know. I know. Thank <laughs> I don't you. Like, I, mean, I mean, it's a good thing they didn't end up calling it sad. <laughs> Because they were about to do that. Oh my god, really? I didn't even they know that. They were about because it was like school of arts and design. And then they just oh, it's architecture just and design. Yeah, they just they just put in fine arts. So they <laughs> thank can, goodness, they, right? They can avoid using the word sad. <laughs> uh. Well, thank God. I mean, it's always cafe in my heart, but it's like always gonna be cafe. Yeah, but I respect like Safad. Like whatever yeah. your name is, I love you guys. Yeah, you're awesome. Mm-hmm. So, were there times where you were second guessing doing one or the other because you're like juggling things yes i mean my dad would always 
tell me that I am better off at fashion. <laughs> I think because he's a guy and like it's not very, I mean, back when I started, it wasn't very common for mm-hmm. women and especially young women to actually practice architecture or to establish their own firms. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went right out there. I mean, after I took the licensure, I established it right away, registered at DTI, got the name in and all that on all that jazz and at first I designed furniture for maybe a good year or mm-hmm. so and then and then that's when I started doing spaces like my first few projects were Pizza Republic and um, Kairos by the Lazy Chef if you remember that mm-hmm. and um, some residential uh, spaces as well so at that time I was really stressed out I'd sleep really late wake up really early I'm always on the phone and I'd wake up really anxious and my dad would see me and he was like my pamagfashion na lang Oi, but then, then, I mean it's we decided not to fashion I know I I mean I mean respect to the fashion people but he maybe he just saw that I was more comfortable and it mm-hmm. was easier I mm. guess for me yeah. I mean with my skill set I mean I know fashion is not easy I have huge respect to the people in the fashion industry yes. good yes. and but maybe he just saw that you know I wasn't maybe meant for the site or I don't know what he saw. I mean, I'm his daughter, uh, so he probably yeah. sees things that I don't. But yes, yeah, I know. So I'm like, oh, bus- maybe he's right. But then I always enjoyed doing what I do. You know, I like I like being under the sun, and I like all the dusty things. Yeah. I mean, I don't even wear the a different mask. Different kinds of different kinds of being under the sun. Yeah, and the then beach sun exactly. And, uh, yeah, all sorts of sun stuff, and I like um designing things. So yeah, I stuck to that and. Right now I'm here, but there was also a time when I really just wanted to go back to doing clothes, so that's why I never gave up on it. I mean, I I think I stopped um, selling clothes back in um, 2015. That was quite a long time ago. But then me and my sister were like, well, she's in med school now, and mm-hmm. she's also really really busy. Mm-hmm. And we were like, um, we really can't die without resurrecting the clothing line. So we went back to it, and even though it's not um, as fast paced as it was before or we haven't really poured as much effort to it mm-hmm. we plan to get it up there like slowly but surely because it's something that we really just enjoy personally yeah, yeah. you can get there it's not like the world <laughs> is gonna disappear I know, but now there's a lot of options yeah. and uh, that's it's it's competition but then it's it's also really good i mean the shopper in me is happy <laughs> yeah like right i mean the brands that are here now Everything that we wished were here. I mean, not everything. Right? Stradivarius is not here yet, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there will always be those certain brands that will. Yeah, but a lot are here now. Yeah, the lot are here. Yeah. And I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, because I remember, I remember good when I was younger. Then there was like, like we keep going to Manila, and we have these like certain brands that we go to because they're simply not here yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the notable one being Uniqlo for me. Yeah, so I always right? shop there. Yeah. Even now, even though it's really here, yeah, yeah, it's right? so yeah, but it's so weird because you know sometimes Uniqlo they have different stock in different places. Yeah, that's true. So even though you buy here, it's fine, and you can just buy in Japan. Yeah, and don't you hate it? It's that it's cheaper in Japan. Mm-hmm. It's it, cheaper in Japan. It's cheaper, but if it's cheaper in especially if makatami ka sa sale. Yeah. Especially, that's but, where the cheapness. Because like normal days like. They try their best to keep it the same. Yeah, but they, they not all the time that they can do that, right? I mean, I compare prices. I'm such a <laughs> stingy person, and um, I can really, <laughs> yeah. I can really say. Yeah, so, yeah. It's what about what is your favorite brand aside from Uni aside from Uniqlo? What is your like top no. three? <laughs> oh, 
Wow. Uh, one thing about me that you may know is I am, when it comes to clothing, I am so thrifty. I don't buy when I don't need to. That's respectable. Yeah, I don't need to. Because like, I have lots of clothes at the house. Mm. I barely, I only cycle through a set of clothing. So As with if, most guys, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest, guys. We're not that pretty much fashion. I mean, there are, there are people who are, but you know. Yeah, I mean, except you don't really need a lot. That's what I, I mean, me, me, myself, I'm really trying to focus on stocking up on basics. Mm. Like, I don't really buy the two tr the trendy stuff. If, if there's anything trendy, I assess if I can still use it in a couple of years' time or, you know, like yeah. the cost per wear. Yeah. Um, when you buy something, you divide it by the number of times you get to wear it. If it's something too memorable and you yeah. can't wear it again, then your cost per wear is yeah, way up the ceiling. Yeah. So yeah, it's also part of living sustainably. Mm -hmm. And so I totally respect that. I mean, my dad occupies one eighth of their, the master's bedroom closet. And he's totally <laughs> okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think I saw my parents' closet. It's like, I don't know. I think they have half, but like my mom's side is bigger. Yeah. So it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, well, good so. job, dear mom. <laughs> yeah, at least my dad has space. But anyway, enough about <laughs> parents <sorry>. and clothing <laughs> okay. to each uh, to each their own. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. I I. What? Uh, I'm not that. Uh, in fact, uh, fun fact about me, mm -hmm. I only I actually ask for clothes during Christmas. So I basically spend almost nothing on clothes. Wow. <laughs> wow. Cause it just, cause it, because I'm the type of person that they don't know what to get me. Mm. Yeah. Right. I think I'd have a hard time too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a tech person, so all the things I want are probably super expensive. Yeah, so that's true. That's, so, guys, just buy me clothes. Even last year, uh, funny story, since I had no idea what to get, and I said clothes, so I want socks. So <laughs> Hey, I wanted things, socks on Christmas too. Yeah. It's like all, most of the things I got were socks. Socks, <laughs> socks. Awesome. <laughs> That's funny. And you know what they say? If you're a tech guy, you dare not give a tech guy tech stuff. Because you'd, you'd probably end up disappointing them. Yeah. That's why, that's why when there, if a wish list exists, I would put it there. And then... Except I if you specify the brand. <laughs> yeah. Let's specify. And the thing, the thing with that is... Hmm, my last Manito Manita in the office, I actually, I actually did... The way I did my wish list was like a three... So it's like, this is my expectation. <laughs> then there's a slightly higher than expectation. And then there's the way off. So this is impossible. So I give them the levels. Uh -huh. So it's up to them if which level they want to achieve. Really? Yeah, and surprisingly, the one who got my name actually like exceeded some, a bit. So, so thank you to whoever the got Manito. my name. Yeah. <laughs> thank you to the Manito. I will not say the name. <laughs> that's nice. But wow, that's a very detailed list though. Yeah, that's so deep. Because I have to be. Because yeah. like, what else would I ask? Like, what I would just put socks there too. Mm, I don't yeah. want to put socks there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I it's mean, so, it's so easy when it's family, where you can say, okay, just give, get me yeah, socks. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's usually socks or shirts. So. Okay. Yeah, or boxers <laughs> for oh. my brothers. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Belts. You know. Belts. Yeah. So yeah, that that went that went off topic. So <laughs> super. <laughs> I mean, it's totally fine. This is the whole point of this podcast. Yeah. You don't have to like go. It's very random and candid, guys. Yeah, go guest. If you want to be a guest on my podcast, just contact me. <laughs> just listen to the end for contact details. <laughs> probably that's probably social media. Char. Char. Anyway, 
Uh, so, since you have a team at your architectural firm, so mm-hmm. what's it like to be in a team? Like, what's the vibe? Oh, I love it. I mean, I came from a really strict um, architecture firm before when I was doing my internship. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it would come to a point that I'm really, I would get, like, really scared when my boss is around. Mm-hmm. Like, when he sits at the discussion table, he would be like, oh, shit, he's here now, and we have to straighten up, you guys. And when he'd call our name, we'd, like, breathe really heavily. You know, it was <laughs> a really stiff environment, but I learned a lot there. But then I also told myself that when I make my own studio, it's not going to be like that. I mean, that's not going to be the culture. So mm-hmm. now I have, like a, like, a senior partner under me and, like, a couple of um, designer interns and they're the one thing that I look for is that um, just three things you know I don't really look for somebody who's cum laude or somebody with no red marks at all I'm looking for someone who's passionate about what they do and who's happy to do what they do I always Hmm. keep repeating that at interviews so that's my number one requirement so you would imagine what it would look like to be in a work environment that filled with people who just enjoy what they're doing mm-hmm. and we're not sulking or like yep. look like they're forced to do shit and then yep. <laughs> and then they also I also look for somebody who's like really committed to what they do mm-hmm. and would stay with us a while so um, yeah our office environment we don't really have designated desks for people like you can sit wherever you want mm-hmm. although they usually end that's, up sitting in, yeah although they really like sitting in the same place but you know and we you just know, we give them the freedom yeah you know sometimes you need that some semblance of like this is my this is mine. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, not not to like hoard or anything, yeah. but like just just a partner. I can do parts of me, my me time here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, but we give them that freedom. If yeah. they want to work in the like couch, they can do that. Or if they want to in the tatami, they can do that. Um, <laughs> there's like a tatami. So the the surface is like what? It's flat, but it's a little inclined too. Oh. They modified it a little bit. So if they want to work in the high stool, that's okay. I mean, it's not a big office. It's in fact like a shared office with um, my other friends. So we work together because we're all like startup companies, all design startup companies. There's three of us. And um, yeah, so it's better that way because they don't really feel lonely. So they they also tend to exchange information with other companies, which is really a good advantage because it's yeah. shared knowledge and we help each other out. So it's a network thing. It's a network too. thing, yeah. And our other this other firm that that co works in the office also they they specialize in um, what do you call this um, engineering design and structural okay. design, whereas we specialize in interior fit outing and um, architecture design. So it's yeah, we help each other out and we have inputs from one another and. Yeah, so it's very casual. We don't even have a dress code. We, all I tell them is that as long as you come to the office and whenever like you have to be sent out to a meeting or you have to be sent out to site, you're dressed comfortably and decently and yeah. presentably. And that's it, you know? Yeah, you don't look like you, you just passed by like you know, like a passerby. Yeah. Like or like you can't really come in slippers because if then if I throw you off to a site and it's super muddy, then good luck to your feet. Yeah, good luck to your feet. <laughs> or you can't come in super duper high heels. I mean, that's great, but you need to have like changing shoes in case you you, yeah. need, you need to be sent to a site where it's all dusty and there are rebars and like stuff sticking mm-hmm. out that would probably hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that, like that's that's what it's like. And in the... It's... um. We are more of like output based and mm-hmm. we don't really like treat each other as like, like boss employee. I'd like to think um, it's a very collaborative environment. Colleagues. Yeah, we like really, really work together. Our junior designers, they handle projects already, like they're fresh off college and we give them 
projects to handle, so they're really trained from start uh, mm-hmm. start to finish, and which makes them really really independent. And we've been getting good feedback as well for for like good for good training mm-hmm. for people who train there. And yeah, we don't even call it meeting. Sometimes we call it like huddle. You know. Awesome. That's that's a startup thing too. Just huddling. Just like gather. Right. You don't need you don't need to be all serious. Right? I mean, yeah, there of course there are things to be serious about, but you know, you don't have to be like all yeah. curmudgeony or whatever word I'm gonna use right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean that's brand positioning also. Mm-hmm. Like you can't really I don't wanna pretend to be like an like an exper- super experienced like yeah. institutional yeah. kind of architecture firm because uh-huh. that's just not me. I mean, I'm young and yeah. more experimental. In fact, that's what we're called Atelier de Aurora because it's Atelier because back in the Renaissance times, the blacks there's an atelier for blacksmiths, mm. for um, steel workers, oh. for woodworkers. Okay. So they're artisans. They have studios dedicated to their craft. So I wanted to pattern uh, Atelier de Aurora on that because I wanted us to be experimental mm-hmm. to get our hands dirty yeah. to be like really hands-on to not just settle for regular finishes but to really experiment and play around and right mm-hmm. now i'd like to think that that's what our strength is it's material manipulation and the use of different materials not just relying on paint you know yep. sometimes people like clients ask us what is our like color palette or what is our Ooh. what is our um, yeah, the, what is the, the the paint palette of everything? And sometimes I tell them that it's not really a, a paint palette; yeah. it's a material palette because I don't, I have a hard time like relying on paint alone. Like you can't just rely on just one. Yeah, single for me it's texture. Mm. So that's like we use hollow blocks, we use plywood, whatever. We use bricks, and then sometimes we use steel, like mm-hmm. oxidized metal. And I think it's also the furniture training. I mean, the training in furniture design, yeah. because that's when I saw that. I mean, I we designed for a Japanese company. <laughs> yeah, of course. Love Japan. So, ah, I love yeah, Japan. Yeah, so that ah. company, um, we design and send furniture to. A furniture company in Japan that supplies in turn um, hotels and restaurants. Mm, so okay. yeah, um, yep, they're very strict on quality. Yeah, quality is like really crazy. It's and like their it's like their god. Exactly, oh, no, 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 no. and they no, 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 their customers god. So they have to make sure that the quality meets their standards. Yeah, and they're a sucker for for quality and the 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 material manipulation that you'd see in furniture factories and in that mm-hmm. discipline, especially because it's small scale is beautiful i mean you know they do patina they do a silver leafing they do casting all sorts of finishes that we don't see in the architecture world so much so Mm -hmm. that's what uh, i really wanted to incorporate uh, into my practice when i started the firm Mm -hmm. yeah okay let's just pretend i knew some of the words (laughs) it's it's, it's totally fine i tend to go overboard (laughs) it's fine there are other people who do that and then like sometimes it will be like Oh, we have. We're basically from the same industry, so like we'd be talking like <laughs> we'd be talking shop, even though it's like it's gonna alienate uh, some people. It's totally fine. This is what the podcast is all about. It's not gonna be about. Uh, sorry, I get carried it's away. Fine. It's yeah. fine. I actually show you pictures as I was speaking, but no. <laughs> uh, it's totally fine. So, yeah. hmm, what else? So, going back to CFB. So like. 
how was your vibe there? It's like I, 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 you know, I keep, I keep browsing this. Wait, this person was part of this org before. <laughs> yeah. You know, when, when you tend to to go with a lot of people, then mm. of course you you want to check out like who else is on the space. Yeah. Yeah. So what's that like? Oh, it's been great. I mean, when I entered CFB, it wasn't really structured yet. Mm-hmm. It was the really the early days of CFB. I mean, we have founders, and I was next gen after the founders. Um, some of them were stopped blogging when I entered. I mean, they were blogging and then I entered and they stopped blogging and mm. then now we just call them founding members. Some of them aren't even in the Philippines anymore. Uh-huh. But yeah, um, it, it was really helpful to me because I think when you find an, a group that um, has the same interests as you, mm-hmm. it just helps you. It encourages you because, oh my God, I'm not alone, right? I mean, when I got, it, it used to be just a pay- Facebook page. and. Yeah. The funny, I actually joined it. I just clicked join because I thought it was like a public thing. <laughs> I, was, I thought it was a public thing. Oh, it's like, you know, like Cebu classified ads or like Cebu pet lovers. You know, I just, of course, yeah, I just yeah. joined it and then I got accepted and I'm like, oh my God, this is actually an org. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's so, an actual org that yeah, I have to actually so like, apply for. Yeah, so like Chiral, Chiral Gomez, she was Ooh. CFB then. She accepted me and then I started joining their events and then after that, it just got a little more serious because you know um back then blogging wasn't really accepted i mean yeah. collaborations they didn't isa exist would complain all the time yeah i mean <laughs> yeah isa and i my first event was when i met isa oh. we call each other twin because we are like we we more or less have the same mm-hmm. height okay good good that you mentioned i don't i didn't want to mention um, she knows that but like yeah we call her twin even up to this day so that's when i met her we were seatmates it was like a benmore whiskey event uh, yeah and like um can i i don't know if those who are listening to this one i don't know if you guys know eve's kaminge and Eden Villarba, like all all those people. So they if were. If I the don't ones, know that, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they were the ones that we were with, and then yeah. eventually it grew, and then you know we started forming it because that's when Cebu was starting to acknowledge the whole existence of bloggers. Thing, yeah. yeah, I mean the word influencer didn't even exist yet then. It was <sighs> just like bloggers. That's what we were, ah, and like the word. I know, like it's uh, not, not the word blogger. <laughs> it's fine. It's right? another word. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, yeah. but then yeah, so um. Uh, it grew, it evolved so much. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it, it became a thing that people actually started registering them as businesses. Yes. And you don't really blame them because it is quite a give or take thing. I mean, it is a legit business to some people who really want to go into that. But it's a good, um, for me, it's a good way to belong. Mm-hmm. And right now, I'm not like very, very active anymore in CFB because yeah. of the whole work thing. Yes. But. I really still do support the org and yeah, I believe in what they do and I, it, it's a really good springboard especially for new content creators yeah. because they get to feel belongingness. I mean, it sucks when you go to an event and you don't know anyone. Yes, it's so right? true. Right? I mean, I've been there. I've Me too. I'm like, East, are you going? Because like, I don't know anyone. It's awkward yeah. to just stand in the corner and you can't really bring your sister or your friends because no, you know, you don't do that. You can't just bring anyone. So yeah, it helps that you know someone yeah. and like somebody can take your photo and yeah. <laughs> you can exchange thoughts on what yeah. do you think about this dress or what do you think yeah. about this brand or... Selfies were the thing when the whole blogging thing started, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then it's good exposure yeah, as well. so true. Mm. Yeah. What about you? Did you join like an org ah, too? Because... What's my history? Join CBC. Mm. Then I don't know what happened to that, so I joined C3, mm-hmm. just Cebu content creators. So uh-huh. we're not. I think I'm not sure. I don't want to claim 
because I'm not sure. But I think C3 is like the first org that uh, accepted like other than bloggers. It's like back then when we when they accepted blog was actually part of C3 from the beginning. Mm. So we realized na, huh? Uh, there's this other thing called YouTube and there's this other things called Instagram right. and all right. the other things. So we realized, why not accept them all? Because yeah. like, people make money off of Instagram now. Yeah, so, I mean, it's really a thing. Microblogging is undeniably, yeah. ex- it exists, you know? Because attention spans are getting smaller and smaller. Exactly. People don't read blogs anymore. Yeah. I mean, it was harder back then. Much to my chagrin. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's great what you're doing. I people should really start exploring YouTube. I mean, and podcasts because it's, it's when you write and then you know before you had to transfer. Yeah. You have to transfer your photos from your SD card. You have to edit them, yes. put your effing watermark on them uh-huh. through Photoshop, and then yeah. upload them again on Blogspot or WordPress. Yeah. But now, thank God, there's Wi-Fi cameras and there are all these gadgets that you have. Yes, like I don't know, a phone. Yeah. So the world is really making it easier for. Con- for people to, to share content to yeah. the world yep and easier to access as well like of course you know even if you're lazy you're a lazy reader you don't have to read you can just listen to it mm-hmm. in the shower yeah <laughs> audiobooks are a thing yeah if you're listening to this in the shower um, please comment on <laughs> Jules's post <laughs> it's probably <laughs> I probably do that yeah. I, I watch reviews in the shower I position my phone strategically yeah of course, <laughs> there, there are strategic places where you can put a phone and take a shower. Yeah. But it's more freeing when it's a podcast because you can just like put your... Because my setup is like a phone and a Bluetooth speaker. Oh. So I don't need I don't need the phone like near the shower head. So oh, I just put it true. like near the end of the door and the speaker is near. But not still near, not near the shower head. Yeah, that's convenient. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I should... Yeah, that's, you should do that. <laughs> it's not that it's like watching. Yeah. It's on YouTube usually. Yeah. Like tip, <laughs> tip, guys. That's how I listen to podcasts. Noted. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. So I think I'm done asking you questions, and I think I think I put there when I sent you the message. Okay, I put the last there. Prepare questions for me! Exclamation point! Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, that's, so I'm gonna get to it. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm. I literally wrote so. This is the part where you ask me questions. Yeah, okay. Go. Okay, so my question is, um, what inspired you to do this? I mean, I know you're a digital, you call yourself a digital creator. What Char. exactly does it mean to be a digital creator? Yeah, because at this point, you can't, you can't be limited to blogging anymore. It's not like 10 years ago where you're yeah. just like, oh, blogging. This yeah. is awesome. You can write stuff on the internet. <laughs> some of them use for personal reasons. Yeah. You even write your secrets there for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's, what, that's how raw it was back then. I mean, videos are starting to go there, but it's still polished because you know, you can't, you don't want to be demonetized on YouTube mm-hmm. for that. But yeah, because you can't really stick to just having a blog these days. You need to do other things. Mm-hmm. Photos are Unlike, because I used to read blogs like words, 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 words. Yeah. Now you can't. You, you, you can't, can't do that. Away, you yep. Know. You need. You need photos. Visual stuff. Yeah. Actually, some some actually just put photos more than just text. Mm, it's that's like, true. Oh, this is these are all the photos that I took here, and then it's all photos. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. But I I think there's still a place for a blog or at least a personal website for yourself. Yeah. So if you need. If someone needs your services, at least you have something to show for. Yeah, like, like the, a portfolio. when they look you up, true. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like I heard a tip that you have to get your own .com. Mm, that's true. It's very that's important. Nowadays, yeah, I haven't done that, but <laughs> I mean, it mm. is useful. It makes it more and it's legit. E- yeah, it's even easier for like people who to find you. True. Yeah, I'm actually okay. trying to do that this year. Let's <laughs> Good see luck. I, let's see if I have time. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, digital creators create content through other platforms other than Blogspot and WordPress or I mean, blogging yeah, platforms. That's still there. Right? People still blog. So They're your medium is podcasts. So I have my blog. I have my... All all the things that I do have social media accounts. Oh, let's face I saw. It, yeah. yeah. Let's face it. We can't, we can't escape social media. You can. So might you as well can't. embrace it. Unless you're that type of person who's like, no, I don't want social media. Mm, so yeah. it's like all like there are people like all or nothing so they don't want anything to do with it mm. so none for them okay yeah what are the um what do you love about it and what do you hate about it <laughs> is that a fun question <laughs> it's fun to think about uh-huh. what i love about it is like because uh my day job i'm a software engineer at the uh-huh. japanese company thus mm me being sent to Japan. Oh, <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. I love Japan. Kinda gets lonely but yeah. No, it's, it's not. I mean when I started when it was my first time, it was last year. It got lonely the first one, two mm. days. Eventually it's like freedom. <laughs> I know. I mean like Japan is like a hub for everything. It has culture, it has mm-hmm. urbanism, it has arts, tech and whatnot. Yeah, you're safe there too. Yeah, which is awesome. yeah, super. Tokyo is still one of the safest. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's the number one. I know, and they're very courteous. <laughs> yeah, and they're like the type of people that if you if you just follow the rules and you don't bother people, they won't bother you. That's they're true. Just gonna, they're just gonna let you go on your merry way. I know, and I'm like, why did people back in school always tell us that Japan was like a scary place? You know, with all the harakiri and with all the <laughs> Yamashita. <laughs> Probably and all the, the old times, so, you know, it was still like yeah, World so War II. I know. Like, My impression growing up was like that they were really stiff and they were all scary. But then when I started working for that Japanese company and also getting sent to Japan, we were like, yeah. oh my gosh, like they're such a nice people. Like They're nice people, really. Nice country, everything. Anyway, so that's what you love about it? Uh, what I love about it is like, one, I, I'm, uh, I get to do it anywhere I please. Like I don't, here, like here or at <laughs> home. I, fun fact: I don't do it at home as much anymore because <laughs> the bed always. Nah, I always keep saying this, but the bed always wins. Ah, oh, that's to true. me. The bed is a magnet. Ah, oh, it is. Even if, even if you're like, like for example, your bed's like in second floor and you're like downstairs. If you know it's there, okay, that's it's a true. magnet. I can't like work so much at home either. Yeah, the bed always wins. Yeah, so, so you can do it anywhere. Yeah, I can do it anywhere. And I, the fun thing about this podcast, like, I get to talk to people that I wouldn't otherwise talk to. Mm-hmm. Like normally, it's like sometimes when you try to talk to strangers, it tends to get a bit awkward sometimes. <laughs> and you don't really want to approach them because you don't want to annoy them or something. Mm-hmm. There are like certain people I really want to interview, but I don't know if I have the cachet to do that. Maybe mm-hmm. in, down the line, sure. But yeah, it's an avenue for me to talk to people. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I wouldn't otherwise talk to. And mm. I really agree with you know, the networking side too. Because when I was doing, I before this, I do a tech blog. And I still do it. And the network really helped. 
like talking to people not because the funny thing about tech blogging it's like non-existent here it's like i can i can enumerate with one hand who is doing tech mm. like tech only yeah so it's like if i have to expand to two hands i have to go to manila and wow. find out so it's really? that small so most of them are there Mm, so it's I wouldn't really know. I'm not techy, but yeah, yeah come to con- think of it, it's a constant struggle to connect. To <laughs> not really connect, because the internet's there, so that makes it like one thousand times easier. Yeah. It's like there are tech tech creators everywhere, mm-hmm. so it's easier to communicate that way. But like in a sense that to get, meet them in person, it's really quite difficult. That's true, no. Yeah. And it is quite a helpful industry. I mean, I started appreciating appreciating tech bloggers when I mean YouTubers when um, I got a I got a GoPro eight for a present yeah. and I really wanted to learn how to, to use, use it. it. Yeah, yeah I'm like oh my gosh, there are actually a lot of cool like videos about it, like yeah. how to remove the battery and how to edit effects, etc., etc. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I don't know, tech is more of a visual thing now. Like you can't. Before tech used to be like so utilitarian, mm. boring, but now it's like it's so visual. You you can't get away with like it has to like look at least somewhat decent or good now. That's true. Aesthetic is aesthetic is a already thing. important. It's a must yeah, nowadays. I think that's how tech got mainstream. Mm. Marrying tech and design. Yeah, so design is very important. That's true. Yeah. So and I really appreciate what the tech companies are doing now they're really thinking about design yeah people are getting more and more aesthetic and yeah. that's good for me <laughs> yeah it's good for my business <laughs> yeah it's good for everyone <laughs> yeah because like you i never in a, the longest time like i would imagine a tech company doing uh i don't know if it's two stories like a two-story i know glass let me find it <laughs> It's like a it's like a glass structure. It's like all it's like mostly glass and because even because they had to make it curve, mm. curved. So you need framing. Yeah, so it looks like a spaceship mm. and it's not loading. <laughs> but it's, I saw the thumbs. Yeah, so yeah, I was referring to Apple Park. Apple Park. <laughs> yeah, because it's like all glass. It's all renewable energy and it's awesome. Cool. Yeah, so it's things like that. The one thing I hated about being a great. This digital creative space back then, huh? not now. Yeah. Before there was a lot of infighting, and some of them are necessary. I don't know. Yeah. What do you mean? Like you know, people don't like people, and it's mm. like so weird. I don't want to mm. get into it because mm-hmm. I'm really grateful that the the weeds were already pulled out. Yeah. So what remained are like really, really, really doing it. Yeah. So. It's, Trying to get better now, but I know. Yeah, it's probably that, and it it doesn't help that I the only time I can get to do this is like out of work. Yeah, after hours. After hours, so it already eats up. Cause I've heard the discussion about you're 24 hours in a day, eight hours you sleep, although that's gonna get eaten up. Eight hours you work, so eight hours remaining for everything else. Yeah. And when you do something more, that means one of these have to get take a hit. Mm. So if traffic is affected, then mm. yeah, it's usually when this was talked about, they were usually talking about tra- traffic. So mm. yeah, so it's that that side. Mm. But you know, 
it, learned, it eats up time. Yeah, it eats up time. Because good things take up really. That's true. Yeah. That's why, we, yeah, if you like enjoy so many things, you have to really budget your time yeah. <laughs> to, to be able to, to do all of them. Because, you know. <laughs> balance your time. So much for that I had to sacrifice my coffee blog, which is so sad. So, <laughs> so which do you coffees? like more, tech or coffee? I love both. <laughs> But uh, I, I only I, I, I enjoy drinking coffee more while doing all this. So mm. that that's that was probably easier on me to just remove that out of the way. Because yeah. I still enjoy coffee but just not like write about it or like write about record it too much. about it. Yeah. yeah. So it makes sense. And yeah, I guess that's it about that part. I see. Okay, yeah. I have one last question. Go. Go for it. Um what made you wanna do this whole podcast thing? Where you interview like, oh. people, aside from being able to meet them, like, yeah, 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 was, yeah. did it come from a special place, or like, was there a certain event that inspired you to do this, or because it's a pretty unique, um, it's a pretty unique angle. Mm-hmm. Mm, so yeah. So what inspired me to do a podcast? Uh, first of all, I already love podcasts before even starting this. So if I were to do one, it made sense. So I love podcasts in general, like. I tend to appreciate podcasts more than video at times because I get to do something else while doing listening to something. Yeah. So it made sense. And uh, there are just like some people who don't who don't really like sometimes when you get to reach a certain stage of your cre- digital creatorness that. <laughs> You know, you, you have to speak out, you have to talk, like, in some fashion. Like, you can't just go to bed and not talk there, just, like, lurk, mm. like, lurk. You know, you, you have to talk somehow. And yeah. sometimes giving, and sometimes there are those people that don't get any attention, but they do, they should be. So, that's when I decided, oh, if I wanted to do a podcast, then it should be about, it's either, it was going to be about tech, or... Mm the people I knew and tech was going to be quite difficult because what should I do? I have to find a specific kind of way to do a tech podcast and I'm still trying to do that but it's very hard. So why not interview like creatives? Although there's another one doing interviewing creatives that's called 032 Conversations already plugging another podcast. <laughs> it's by Carlo Villarica. Oh yeah, yeah, 032. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's, he's awesome. So yeah that and Isa was doing the podcasting a bit yeah. and when, until she stopped because she was she got married she got married <laughs> and she got stressed out <laughs> and I keep talking about please come back to the pod, podcast scene but <laughs> should, we should do a podcast together <laughs> yeah please please Isa come back but yeah she already told me she was going to if she was going to do one she has to wait she has certain conditions yeah go listen to our which episode was that? I had Isa on the podcast like thrice. Really? Yeah. Because <laughs> she was, because I liked her when when I had her the first time. It was like over a year ago. She was like one of the first guests I had. Hmm. We just like rambled and we talked, and it was a time where I was really formal with my podcast to the point I had to do the questions, oh. like fixed question, questions. Like question, yeah. yeah. Now I have to do it bullet points so that the questions come out normally mm, and organically. Yeah. Without, I mean, it's 
kind of scripted because I know what to talk about, but it's kind of ref- uh, flexible. Yeah. So I know what to. It's a prelinear bullet. Yeah. Uh, bullet, like. It's bullet, bullet points. points. <laughs> Doesn't have to be like fixed questions, yeah, but like just to guide the. Yeah, the but if it's like if if I was given the chance to interview Katrina Gray, of course I will prepare questions and everything <laughs> and have to submit it to the PR and everything. <laughs> I'm just gonna talk about wanting to interview Katrina Gray until it. Somebody here. Existence. Somebody here actually hears this and knows Katrina. Yeah, please, <laughs> please. I want. You'll I make Jewel really, really happy. Yeah, because <laughs> she's not just pretty. I love so, her. Yeah, like I love her. queen. She's like queen, queen. She's my favorite beauty queen. Yeah. Like, she's regal. I mean. I mean, Pia is awesome too. But I yeah. love Pia. She's beautiful, but yeah. Katrina is like inside yeah. out. Yeah. Like, heart, brains, and face, man. Yeah. Like, and her mm. advocacy is nice. Her advocacy. That's why I said heart. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. I really wanted to talk to like... At first, I really just wanted to talk to my content creator friends. Have an avenue to talk to them about what they do and stuff. Mm. And it became a point where like, Okay, I'm gonna run out of friends <laughs> for content creators. I have a of friends, but they're not really in that realm. So like, I should go expand and talk to startup founders. I should go talk to entrepreneurs. I should go talk to my software dev friends yeah. too. So became a thing. And now, yeah, I'm... Because I wanted to just limit it first to Cebu. It was starting out and I just wanted to feature the local talent here. And now I'm really comfy to talking to other people outside, which I have done already in last year. Mm. That was awesome. So, yeah. so it's a win-win. It's like, a win-win. For you and your listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Hoping to get more and hopefully get sponsors. <laughs> yeah. The, Hello, the, sponsors. Yeah. Hello, sponsors. <laughs> so, this is it. We're done. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Thank you so much, Don, for joining Thank me in this you episode. For having the, me. Yeah, the creator life. So this is the time where you get to plug a lot of things. No, so, right. Yeah, go. Go plug yourself. Okay. <laughs> so um for you guys, thank you for listening to this podcast. Um well Joel is gonna plug his social media handles, but um if you care to follow me on Instagram, that's K Don C. Um, K and then Dawn like Dawn Dust to Dawn and then C Shara Yankee um, also you could follow my um, clothing line that's Blank Clothing PH on Instagram and my um, design studio if you want to see cool things if you want to see maybe tips on how you can even improve your spaces and things like that follow Atelier de Aurora on Instagram or on Facebook yeah and I'd like to say hi to everybody who's reading this. I mean, listening to this. Yeah. Hi to my teammates, especially to my designers, atelier guys. I would be nowhere without you. And hi to my clients who are listening. And hi to Anton who's listening for sure. Yeah, because I saw, I saw, like, I was, I was going to the, oh, the both of you followed. Okay, that's great. Yeah, he's really, <laughs> he thought, when is it So, yeah, thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. And thank you, Jewel, for inviting me over and giving yeah. me an avenue to share what I love to everybody else. Yeah, I love sharing how awesome people are Aww. and what they do. So, yeah. <laughs> thank you. You can check out podcast updates and behind-the-scenes stuff. I probably should do the more behind-the-scenes stuff. <laughs> Creator Life Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
You can also follow me on social media. That, uh, that's J-U-L-L-I-A-N-S-I-B-I. I spelled the whole thing. But you can just read it in the show notes. Click them. And consider leaving a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps the show a lot. Five stars is recommended. Thank you very much. You can also You can also subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever podcast app you're using. And that's it. Thank you so much. And until the next one, enjoy your tech, enjoy your coffee, enjoy life. And hope I still have energy to do the second podcast. I'm so <laughs> sleepy, but it's totally fine. You so need one more. <laughs> it's fine. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye.